What's going on, everybody? This is Jerome Moore, host and creator of Deep Dish Conversations. And firstly, I want to say thank you for all of support and thank you for exploring the perspectives of social change with me on this platform. I want to encourage you all to like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube and on your favorite podcast listening platform. And make sure you give us a five-star rating if you're loving the Deep Dish Conversations. I appreciate all of the support again. I hope you all enjoy this episode. J.E., what's going on, fam? What's good? What's good? Man, hey, man, it's one... It's a pleasure and it's a privilege to have you on the platform. I know you don't do too many things like this, yeah. <laughs> especially if you, you know what I'm saying, uh, if you don't know people personally, you know what I'm saying, know them real well. So, man, it's a, I'm privileged to have you on the platform. I'm privileged for people to learn more about you and your story and just the, just the game and the gems that you can drop to other folks that, that come from the same background that you come from and t- you can touch people that I, I can't personally touch with my story. Um, and so, man, I'm excited about that, man. Like, how you how you feeling, man? I man, I'm trying to uh, get hyped up, but of course, it's an honor, it's a privilege. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm excited, you know. So, you know, hopefully, I can give a lot of youth, a lot of people, you know, some knowledge, some game, and hey, maybe they can take it and use it and make the best decision for themselves. Man, oh. Um just to start off, man, can you can you just tell the, the the watchers and the listeners, man, a little bit about who Jay is, where you're from, and how you grew up, your background a little bit? Something about Jay, man. I stand for someone from the east side of town, you know what I'm saying, west side too. You know, everybody know me around, so I really I say I'm from the city. So uh, pretty much the background I come from, you already know the bricks, right. that, uh, you know, lifestyle. But, hey, I love it, you know. Yeah. I love it, man. Man, talk talk to us a little bit about cause Nashville has changed a lot. You know what I'm saying? Especially, right. you know, West Nashville has changed. East Nashville right. has definitely changed. So it might be some people who who, who are new mm-hmm. to the city that might n- might not really understand what Nashville looked like for you growing up on those two sides, man. Can you break that down to us, man? How was it growing up on the east side and west side of Nashville and your, your adolescent days, man? Oh, uh, well, man... Back when I was young, you know, a little bug back in the way, I was real. It was rough, you know. It was real and rough, you know. And uh, man, just growing up back then, it was just that's that's just how I feel about it, you know. It was just different, man. You you, you had to have heart, right. you know. Everybody kind of looked out for each other, you know. Saying some of the older guys that I come up with looked out for me. Uh. Them guys, they stood for something, you know. Right. Um, today, how Nashville is, you know, I, I love to see the involvement, you know. I love to see the growth, the change, because change is good for everybody, you know. Change is good for everybody, you know what I'm saying, the growth in Nashville. So, um, but some change ain't good. Some changes is good and some changes ain't good. Like, what I mean by that is changing, giving these young kids opportunities to do something different than the opportunities that I had, you know what I'm saying, or getting caught up in situations that I got caught up in. Other people I may know, they got caught up in situations. But, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm liking where it's growing, but it's still yeah. a long way to go. Yeah, nah, man. Like, I think uh, – just to elaborate more on what you were saying, like some change is good. Some, ch- even though change can be good for everybody, it benefits people differently. Right. Right. And and especially you know on the west side and the east side, you know we've seen because of gentrification, a lot of displacement 
of black folks that grew up there, you know, um, and now can't afford to live out east or out west. Facts. And so um, I think a lot of people would agree with you on that. That that it's good to see the, the city changing, is growing, but like, I'm saying, who's it benefiting? You know what I'm saying? That's a good question. That's a good question. Who is it benefiting? Because, you know, the city is changing. You know. Uh, the cost of living and everything is just skyrocketing, so it's pushing right. a lot of people out. Out, a lot of people losing their homes. This is how they know. This is where they come from, and you know, it's just like, yeah, you want to know who is benefiting because you know some people things are getting too hard. Some people can't afford to pay this high rent, these high bills. You know, right. uh, not being able to get the job opportunities and not being able to provide for their family. So. Yeah, I would love to know where it's going to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Myself personally, but right. Mm-hmm, man, I'm still trying to figure that out myself, man, for real. Growing <clears throat> up, man, in just in the bricks, you know what I'm saying, in the projects, in the streets. Um, you know, the streets look look a little different nowadays, man. How did growing up in that environment, you know what I'm saying, um kind of mold you as a person and you know, showing you maybe the the opportunities were maybe limited, so therefore I had to, you know, shake and move this way, or I'm saying maybe you was influenced just by the other people that was around you that you was growing up and said, okay, well, shit, maybe, maybe this is the way to go, man. How did that shape and mold you as a person, man, growing up out east and then having family on the west side too? Uh, well, honestly, man, like growing up, you know, getting involved with the streets, man. Most most people or most kids grow up and uh, get involved in the streets because pretty much not having nothing. Mm-hmm. You seeing everybody else, why they got this, why they got this, and why well, I ain't got the same thing. Some uh, situations where you get involved in the streets is, hey, I ain't got no father. Or I ain't got no mother. Mm-hmm. You might have a grandmother, but sometimes they can only do what they can do, and sometimes that's not even enough. Right. You thankful. Right. You're appreciative. Sometimes it's just how it go. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, getting involved with the streets, man, oh, man, you got to have some heart, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it was all bad, and I'm not saying it was all good, but me, you know, growing up in the 90s, you know, them OGs, man, them, them guys stood for something, and they looked out for me, and you know, you just get involved with certain things right. just to provide and help your situation out. You know, not having no food, not having no clothes, right. trying to get back and forth. You want things. So sometimes you get involved with things that you know you probably shouldn't get involved with. Right. But I'm one of them type of people is I'm not finna sit here and watch my mama suffer, my brother and them suffer. I'm going to go make a way. That's right. what type of heart I got. Right. You know, so back then, the streets... The streets is the streets. It's just, you know, the streets what it is, but it was a little rougher then. The streets pretty much, they still the same today, but it's even worse. Right. I mean, the streets. What makes it more worse compared I'm, to, like, when you was, you know, growing up and you was active? I mean, my point of view, my vision, you know, you had codes, and people live by those codes. You know what I'm saying? Today... People just, they don't care. They right. just going to F over you, you know what I'm saying, any right. kind of way. What I mean by people going to F over you, you know what I'm saying, like um, people just all about themselves nowadays, you know what I'm saying, by any means, you know what I'm saying. Like back in the day, 
it was a codes. People stood for something. People looked out for each other. You know what I'm saying? Right. Today is just like, who could be the biggest snake? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, or nobody listen. Right. Nobody listen. So, if ain't nobody listening, people are going to pretty much do what they think they already got in their head. I got this figured out, man. Ain't nothing you could tell me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, really, today, the streets, nobody listening. Everybody snaking. So, everybody looking at it like, hey, I got to get me. Everybody got that, I got to get me mentality. Right. So, what that mean is, ain't no guidance. They ain't listening. And, more more bad things is bound going on out here, man. Man, you brought up family, man. Just like just family structure and how 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 that was a part of your motivation mm-hmm. to um to go out there and not want to see your brothers and your mama, you know, kind of suffer. Or just your family in general suffer. Man, what what impacted like your parents, like your mom and your dad have on your life in in that environment? Oh, uh. So me, you know, I'm going to just keep it 100. My mama uh, did the best she could. Right. You know, they say a woman can a woman can do whatever she can. A woman can do the best she can do for her kids, but she can't raise no man. Mm-hmm. You got to look at my situation. I'm speaking for myself. My situation, sh- my father went there mm-hmm. and gone. You know what I'm saying? Murder charges, drug charges. You know what I'm saying? So... Shoot, my mama doing it on her own. Three boys by herself. Right. No help. Right. And um, so, you know, just me just looking at those things, no father figure, you know, mama doing the best she can by herself, you know what I'm saying? No supporting kids, you know what I'm saying? You got brothers, but, you know, you know, me, I'm just more the type of person. I ain't finna sit there and just, uh, Change is gonna. Come. I'm gonna go make change. You know what I'm saying. I'm gonna right. go make change myself. So, right. what I mean by that is, um, I'm just gonna go get find a way. That's just that was just my mentality back in the day. Like either you gonna you gonna find a way to go do it, or you just gonna um, you right. gonna be without. That's just you know. Man, uh, we both went to Pearl. Facts. Hey man, J E used to try to look at my paper in class. Y'all. Know, man. <laughs> hey J E man, do your do your do your own work. But um, man, one of the things that I kind of reflect on a lot, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, especially as we just grew as brothers and bonded over the years, man. You know, after high school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I went and did you know what I'm saying. It's just you for years. Mm-hmm. You went to the pen. Mm-hmm. Um. And I remember, man, when you when you when you came out and shit, you came up to MTSU mm-hmm. and everything, man. And man, you told me something. I don't even know if you remember telling me this, man. But you told me you was like, "Wrong, man. I'm just proud of you, man, for just just finishing this and just coming where we come from." Because I know this ain't easy. No. You know what I'm saying this might be harder than being in the streets and every day because you gotta stick with this consistently. Four years ain't no, and you ain't gaining nothing. You you ain't it ain't like you making money and it ain't. You just, you getting your education, man. It always stuck with me, man. And I appreciate you telling me that, but I always thought, like, man, like, that four years, you know what I'm saying? How did that, uh, shit, it might have been more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, nah, uh, nah. <laughs> um, how did that, how did that, man, that process, man, from when you went in and, like, to, like when we, you know what I'm saying, could physically connected, like in the on on when you was, you know what I'm saying, not caged, man. How did that 
process, you know what I'm saying, kind of just change you, man? Oh, uh, to be real, uh, you know, my time in prison, it really just opened my eyes, to be honest with you, you know. I used to look at going through bad things as a bad situation, but honestly, that might be one of the best situations that happened to me. And most people are like, what? How can uh, going to prison be a good situation for you? Well, when you run around in the streets, doing whatever you do, you don't really pay attention to what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You just go about doing things. You know, you do a lot of things reckless. You don't, you're not really paying attention to the harm or the damage you might have caused or you're doing just because you just got that mentality like, shoot, this is what it is. That's what I'm gonna do. That was just my mind. Oh, uh, one thing I can say is I was very intelligent before I went to prison. It's just the lifestyle I chose and I don't regret it. Um, me going to prison, one thing about me going to prison was, you know, when you're in there and uh, you around them big dogs, them big OGs who, you know, really got some pull, you know what I'm saying? And one thing about me is, you know, I got took under the wing just on some, hey, man, you too smart to be in here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, these guys got two life sentences. This dude got 100 some years. Right. This dude got 40 years. And for them to tell me, man, you too smart to be in here, that ate at me every day. So through the time I was in uh, incarcerated, anytime uh, the guys would come up to me and be willing to share that information, wisdom to me, to see me do better, man, that's something money can buy because how I look at it is like, they don't gotta tell me the, uh, what I should be doing or what I should have been focused on or what I went wrong at and you know, things like that. But they taking the time out to try to help me. Right. I looked at it was, man, that's something money can't uh, buy, you know? Right. So, when I was going through that whole situation of, you know, just growing, getting my mind right, seeing what I went wrong, holding myself accountable for following my actions or whatever. And um, one thing I understand about, you know, where I was at and, you know, one thing I understand was what I went through and I was going through when them guys took me up under their wings and told me, man, man, if I had a second chance, this is what I would do different. And all these guys, uh, will want to do something different. So I'm like, man, this is my guy right here, man. I ain't seen him since I was 14. You been here how many years? Right. Man, this is my, I wonder what happened. You been here the whole time? And then some of them, they're never getting out. So even guys that been in there for 20, 30 years plus, got three licenses, 100 some years of world of the case, they were, tell, they were telling me what they'll do different. Right. Because when you out here, you living that life, everybody, oh, it's cool doing what you do until you get real, you know what I'm saying? Most people, you gotta figure it out on your own. Right. For some, for some of them, for the, the guys to tell me to me under their wing and uh, gave me that knowledge, that wisdom, and try to help save a life, I appreciated them for that. So my outlook on uh, life kind of changed, you know what I'm saying? Like going through that, like, right. so when I got out, 
And I was blessed with that second opportunity, man. Uh, I just try to make the most of it, you know what I'm saying? So I know sometimes we young and we feel left out out here. So, man, uh, when I was in that situation, man, I'm just sitting here like, man, man I wish I was in college playing ball. Right. Man, I wish I was out here doing the things that people could do on the outside world. But the only thing I could do at that time is sit here and thinking, you know, the Christmas, the birthdays, and right. people passing. And, you know, we take so much uh, things for granted. So one thing I told myself, when I get back out, I need to make sure people understand they don't realize how blessed they is because there's some guys in there they ain't going to never get that second chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and some guys – Missing their kids, birthdays, you know what I'm saying, Christmases, and right. people passing. Just not maybe, but man, just being a part of somebody's life. So when I seen you in college doing your thing, I know that ain't easy, you know, trying to stay focused. Mm -hmm. And I realized how big education was. So what I'm saying to you is, you in college, you know, the you know money, trying to stay focused, things come up. I seen a bigger picture for you, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, man, Rome, I don't think you understand. Like, man, you in college, you right. got it going on, man. You ain't right. in trouble. Because right. the streets don't love nobody. Right. That's what I got out of it. And so that's kind of my next question, man. What did you find out about people? About people? What did you find out doing your, doing your, doing your time incarcerated in cage, man? What did you find out that you didn't know about people? Because we always hear, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And just through our conversations alone, but... <clears throat> Excuse me. Just through our conversations alone, you know, you think people might have your back and support you, you know what I'm saying, no matter what you've done for them on the outside. But once you get in, like, relationships change. Thanks. You know, and so what did you learn about people and relationships once you, you know what I'm saying, once you get behind them, you know what I'm saying, them, their penitentiary, man? <laughs> man, to be real with you, one thing I learned about people is... Man, that change on you. You know what I'm saying? Prison helped me learn how to read a person better. Mm. So I could see through a lot of that extra stuff. Being in prison, a person can't tell me anything. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me anything. I know how to read people better. But one thing prison showed me is I was out here, and as I was living my old lifestyle, I did a lot of bad. I did a lot of good. But... I looked out for a lot of people, and uh, they love me hanging, you know. And I'm not saying, I'm just, you know, me, I'm just being honest, they left me hanging. They left me hanging, and I did a lot of things for people, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, in a time of need, hey, I don't need you to do a lot for me. I don't need you to do, just, just holler at me, you know what I'm saying? Send me a letter, you know what I'm saying? Look out for my people, you know what I'm saying? Nothing just... Just, just the small stuff. And out of the, the things I did for people, you know, when you in that system, basically I felt like if I was dead, this is what would have transpired, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like I felt like I was left for dead, but I'm mm. dead, but I'm alive, I'm seeing what would have transpired. I ain't like that picture, you know? Wow. Uh, friends betraying you because they feel like you're gone forever. They don't know no better, you know what I'm saying? Uh, of course, you know, <laughs> Females, they gonna change, so I'm, I'm not tripping on that. But it was more of the hurt of family members and friends and people that I believed in that I did a lot for that left me hanging right. and just switched up on me. You know what I'm saying? And like you, like man, I did this, I did. That's what my mind was at. 
So my mind, you know, when you send them situations, you like, man, if I knew it was going to be like this, man, maybe I would have did something different. If I knew it was going to be like it, maybe I would have did something different. Right. A lot of people don't get that opportunity to see what it is. And so, man, yeah, um, just from my conversations, man, you just, you, you, I ain't never been in, you know, prison, incarcerated. I ain't trying to you go You don't want to beat up. I ain't trying to go You don't want to beat up. you hear that constantly, like, about how, you know, people change on you, man, and it's unfortunate that, like, one of the things I never looked at it at, I never even thought about it, but you said, like, this pretty much is I'm getting a light on, if I was dead, this is how things will fall out. And that, I ain't never heard it like that before, man. That, that hit me like, damn, like, like. These are the people who will be there for me, or these are the people who wouldn't be, and you get a snapshot of that, man. That's wild. So, I want to talk about the transition mm-hmm. on um, being um, on getting out of the penitentiary because I know that's not an easy process um, mentally, nah, physically, nah. emotionally, financially, nah, nah. right? And so, man, talk about some of the barriers, man, that you faced once you came home um, from being encaged. Oh, uh, man, I ain't gonna lie. When I did get that second opportunity of life, uh, you know, I had had a, a million things in my mind, you know, uh, what you want to do different. Uh, I had a million things in my mind of um, what path I wanted to take, you know, try something different. It was so many obstacles. I mean, excuse me, but um, basically, uh, it was so many obstacles with getting out of uh, prison of uh, uh, what path I want to take. And, you you know, there's plenty of time to think, I'm going to do this when I get I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But one thing for sure is when you get back out, the streets is there. Right. So what I'm saying is, after I seen how people changed up on I me, mean, don't get it, don't, don't get it wrong. I had some people who were loyal and still loyal to this day. You know what I'm saying? But for the ones that changed up on I me, mean, motivate me. From seeing the people that are never going to get that second opportunity of life, that motivated me. So I came out with this fire. But I ain't gonna lie to you, wrong. It was just two things. Either I can go back to my loud, old lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? I know what that's gonna end up in. It's going to be a, a prison with back in prison with a life sentence or a casket. Mm-hmm. Or I could try to do this uh, other way of a living and see how that goes. Right. But uh, getting out of prison, being a felony, you got so many things. Uh, man, how I'm gonna get a job? Right. How I'm gonna get a place? Right. Uh, don't want to go back because you're trying to uh, be different. So the obstacles of getting out of prison, and, and you can get so institutionalized so fast, you know what I'm saying? Not wanting to be around people, you know what I'm saying? Because my trust is even screwed up even more, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just just trying to get back going all around. You don't know who is who and what been going on. So that it wasn't an easy process, but... I mean, how was your mental health, man? My mental health. Yeah. So look, check this out on some real stuff. You know, they seen to them places trying to make sure your mind right, right? My mental health. I had so many things going on in my head. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I had so many things, and I'm probably still suffering from it today. It ain't funny, but my mental health was basically similar place. I know I was still messed up in the head, right? But at the same time. If I mess up in the head, you can't go in these places to work. Right. These people won't let you come over here because you messed up in the head. Right. So what I was going on in my head, all the things I've been through from prison and seeing all these things, I got to fight through that. 
So it's, do you think, because you know how the prison system, which is pretty much slavery, right? Um, pretty much slavery. It's supposed to be rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you feel like... <laughs> Man, listen. Do you feel like that occurred at all in any type of way, form, or fashion? Man, uh, th- my opinion, no. Yeah, from your, from your, yeah, it, from your prison is gonna go do things, two things. It's gonna make you smarter, or you know what I'm saying. It's gonna make you more to an animal. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, me, I want to say it made me smarter, cause you know being in prison, man, it's like the streets, man. Ain't nothing going on in prison that ain't going on in the streets. There ain't no women and nothing, if you know what I mean. Right. But uh, the prison help, it it did, cause it opened my eyes up about certain things I was right. blind to, like. Man, friends, family, and all the things I've done, and the people never. So, yeah, it made me a better person. It opened my eyes up to some situations. But at the same time, I got a lot of anger in my heart. So, at the same time, I felt like I was betrayed by a lot of people. Right. So, at the same time, you got a prison, I'm mad. Right. But then when you got a prison trying to get back on, you're like, man, I don't want to go back down the same path because I don't sense it ain't going to show why I grew. Right. So, at the same time, I had big cousins telling me like, "Hey man, uh, put yourself around some positive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You put yourself around positive, positive things gonna happen. You put yourself around broke people, broke things gonna happen." So right. I had to just, you know, good thing I had a big cousin always just trying to give me game and trying to keep me young, you know. Right. Cause man, you have any you have any slip ups, man? Like in that transition because I know like, and I and and, and you know we and, and we talking doing this like. This this time period too, just personally, and you telling me like, cause man, I can't. You know what I'm saying, just trying to find housing. You know what I'm saying, what a feather is 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 a is a barrier in itself. And I'm like, I didn't even know they discriminated against people <laughs> with felonies like that. You know, because again, if you ain't close to the situation or if you ain't going through it, you just might you just might be naive and just clueless about it. And so, man, wh- like, was there slip ups? Like, man, did you ever in your mind like, man, this is. It's just it's literally just easier for me to go back into the same situation and uh-huh. make money and be able to provide uh-huh. and take that risk than trying to like trying to like really navigate this 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 country, especially as a black man with a felony, uh and try to go the straight and narrow because even though you did your time, like you still like you still get man. treated like a criminal. Man, man, oh honestly, man, uh did I slip up, man? Plenty of times, man. Plenty of times, and I'm not proud of it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I slipped up plenty of times is because you know, you gotta survive. You know, at the same time, people say they want you to do good, but they good might not be the same good as you want to be good. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of people say we're gonna help you out. I mean, I don't uh, expect people to give me a handout, but a lot of people say they're gonna help you. Didn't come through. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day. I still had that mentality, like, I'm going to sit here and, and wait, think somebody go help me out, get my tool, I'm going to make a way. And I just, at the end of the day, you got to go make a way. That's just how I took it. Um, yeah, man, how the system uh, set up for uh, felons, you can pay your time. But it's like, hey, I want to go try to get this job. But they're going to look at me like, man, uh, we don't want you in your building. We're we kind of scared to have you in our building because you're a felony. And one thing I can say about being a felon is <laughs> it's the people that ain't the felons crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's one thing. Uh, just opportunity, man. Like, you can go to certain schools and try to go to college and try to change your situation. Or you can go through all that. But then at the end of the day, are you going to get that job? Mm-hmm. 
Right. They still gonna say, oh, you went to college, you you, you got your bachelor in this, but we can't hire you because you're a felony. Right. I mean, they putting all these, you know, you got some people to really try to uh, change their situations, but what I'm getting at is, you can try to change your situation, but they want to give you an opportunity. Right. How can you change your situation? Right. How can you not go back to what you know best? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, man, uh, that's what it was, man. I tried my best. I mean, I'm, you know, I had slip-ups I ain't proud about, but, you know, mm-hmm. the type of person I am, man, I got to make a way. I'm just, that's just who I am. I got to make a way, man. And so, cause really. I know there's people watching and listening that, you know what I'm saying, might, that currently might be going through that, that I might make a slip-up, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of the things that kept you motivated and, and, and optimistic about oh, I can I can come out of this I can I can change you know what I'm saying I can I can I can win mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I can be successful you know what I'm saying doing something different I mean what kept me motivated because I wanted to prove it to myself for more than anything you know some people like to prove things to people me I want to prove it to myself that I can uh I'm going to overcome what, what they feel like I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, what you label me as, I'm going to uh, overcome that because I just I just had it in me, man. I just, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, you know. So my partner said, man, you got a prison. Man, you came out with that hunger, that fire. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Just, just I don't know, man. Just, just it sounds like just self-belief. Like you just, yeah, man, because. You believe in yourself. You know. I know I got that work ethic. I'm ambitious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got so many, you know, smart. You know what I'm saying? I might not look like to most people that I know what I'm talking about or what I'm, you know, my research or whatever, but I'm always going to do my homework. So, you know, what they say, if it's a way, if it's a God, it's a way. Yeah, if there's a will, there's a way. There's a will, there's a way. That's what it is. If it's a will, it's a way. So I I always kept that in my mind. It's a will and a way. You know what I'm saying? So, that what kept me motivated. And then also, I wanted to be like, you know, show some of my partner, like, look, man, if I could do it, you could do it. You know what I'm saying? That's just right. how I looked at it, man. Right. So for some people who going through, like, man, I'm trying to change, but they ain't giving me the opportunity, man. Keep fighting, man. Keep fighting because you're going to come across something. Right. Now. Keep fighting, man, because at the end of the day, man, it ain't worth, it ain't worth being locked up in a system, being on lockdown, controlling your life. Can't see your kids, can't see your family, right. can't take your girl on a date. <laughs> right. You can't. You just can't do the things you love to do, man. And at the end of the day, man, I always tell people keep, keep, keep striving. You know. Nah, nah, man. And for somebody that didn't been through it, man, I think like you can't come from a more you know resourceful source, mm-hmm. more authentic source than somebody that has been through it and did everything that you didn't probably done in more. To tell you like this ain't this ain't the this ain't the lifestyle you want this ain't the situation you want to be in and not be able to you know partake in all those things that that you know what i'm saying that gives us joy and fun in life and love in life man um so now i hope so hopefully people appreciate that man so mm-hmm. you stay optimistic you know um you became a better person I hope uh, so. You know, nah, man. Look <laughs> at you. Look, so. at, look at him. I He's hope shining. So. You know what I'm saying? I he hope look, so. Looking good, feeling good. I you hope know? so, man. Um, and you became. You know what I'm saying? We and, and you, you, you continue to work on yourself and grow, which we all, we, we all should be continuously doing, growing and learning. And, and and you're a perfect example 
in that. So man, what what are what are what are some of the things, man, that some some wisdom, man, that if 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 you could tell your 15, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old today, if you can if if you can go back and tell them something, what would you tell them? Man, that's a question right there. That's a that's a good thinking question. That's a deep one, cause man, cause it's somebody that's that's fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen that that's, that was just like you. That's probably looking. That's probably watching and listening to this. Or they got a mom or a daddy that's watching and listening to this. Mm-hmm. And they need some words to embark on them. Mm-hmm. And so, what would you tell yourself at fourteen, fifteen, sixteen years old today? Uh, stay focused. <laughs> That's the first thing I say. Stay focused. Uh, but to go deeper though, because you gotta think about the peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Every don't buy, don't nobody want to be the not popular person. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh well, you know what I'm saying. Je ain't 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 doing it, so therefore Je ain't cool. He ain't you know what I'm saying? Because you know how we you know how we is in in in, in that age, right? We want to everybody want to be liked. Mm-hmm. No, I don't care who you is. You want to be accepted and liked, and you know what I'm saying. You want to be a part. You know what I'm saying, or at least feel apart. And so, what would you what would you tell yourself at that age, knowing all the peer pressure, knowing everything that you're seeing around yourself, and and it, it looked good at the moment, which is maybe mm-hmm. temporary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, happiness, temporary success, temporary joy, but it ain't sustainable. You know what I'm saying, you know that. Mm-hmm. What would you What would you tell that person? What would you tell that 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 young Je? Man, I would tell that young Jay, man, look, stay away from negativity, stay up out the streets, follow your dreams, have patience, you know what I'm saying? And those ain't easy uh things saying, like, have patience, you know what I'm saying? But I will say, follow your dreams, stay focused, and stay away from negative opinions, because if you surround yourself with negativity, that's, that's one thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you don't follow your dreams... How you gonna uh, get to where you' supposed to be going at? Right. Gotta stay focused. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and at the end of the day, man, what I tell myself and a lot of young folks is, what you think it really is, it really ain't that. So what I mean by that is, it ain't worth it. Right. It ain't worth it, man. You know, live your life. Live your life. Right. Getting caught up in these other situations, it's gonna catch you. You can't run from it. Right. Some of us get blessed and get another opportunity, but a lot of us, 14, 15, ain't getting that a second opportunity. Right. So I probably tell a younger Jay them, them words right there. Man, any 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 last words, man, that you want to leave with the with the listeners um, and the viewers, man? Because we're gonna bring you back, man. Because I think your perspective and your lived experience, man, mm-hmm. it can never be a, it can never be enough. Mm-hmm. Like information that you can give to, especially this this new generation of just youth, mm-hmm. um, and then also just the people that have maybe um, just recently released from being in cage. Man, they need you know what I'm saying. Need more people to 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 say, hey, look, I know it's gonna be rough. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be temptations, mm-hmm. especially if it was easy for you to get into it when you you know what I'm saying when you was doing it. It's gonna be just as easy for you to to fall back into it if that's what you want to do, but you don't have to go that route. So I think it can never be that. It can never be too much information, mm-hmm. and you just never know who ears and who eyes you might catch each time that you, you know, what I'm saying, putting that positive energy in that. You know, what I'm saying you can. You know, what I'm saying you can make it still. You can. You got a second chance. You might get a third chance. Don't <laughs> don't don't blow it. Don't jack it, man. So 
anything, any last words you wanna you wanna leave with that, man? Until next time. Oh, honestly, man, I, I'm gonna say this, man, to the young generation out there, man. Focus on your dreams. Stay out the streets because it ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you got somebody that's gonna give you that knowledge, that wisdom. And they willing to take you on that wing, get with that person, as long as they're on the right path. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you don't have to grow up like some of us did, figure it out on your own. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's one thing. And, uh, man, I just want to tell people, just stay focused. You know, sometimes where you're going can't bring everybody with you. And at the same time, um, at the same time, man, uh, everybody not going to see your vision. Right. And, uh sometimes you just got to be willing to give up certain things to get where you're going sometimes you got to give up fun to get where you're going you know everybody might want to have fun and party but sometimes you got to give up that fun to to get your blessing you know what i'm saying so them are fruit things and you know i wish i can you know break it down even a little more to you but man just tell anybody man stay focused fight through them pain the best you can know what you want to do if you know what you want to do in life and you got a, uh, your mind made up, right. you stay focused, fight through the pain, and you're going to make a way. That's all I'm saying. You're going to make a way. It's gonna right. ain't got no choice but right. to work for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Stay out of the way. Do what you're supposed to. Take care of your business, your priorities, number one. Sometimes you might have to sit through some now, but I guarantee you it's going to work out for you in the end, though. Yeah, for real. Man, J.E., man, I appreciate you, fam. I love you, dog. I love you, too, bro. And I appreciate you. And... I just appreciate you, man. Just you know what I'm saying, like sharing your story because I know it still might be some lingering trauma. Oh you know yeah, most and, definitely. And so I, I really appreciate you. You know what I'm saying, opening up and being vulnerable and just sharing. And I know it can get deeper, <laughs> but just sharing just a, a just a little bit with this man for our for our viewers and our listeners um, that may be going through some or had um, similar experiences and just trying to make it through. So I appreciate you, dog. Till next time, man. Hey, that part.